Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. I am your hostess with the Moses, Esther Moreno, and I am filling in for my friend Ryan today while he gets a break and a reprieve with his family, but we are not slowing up a bit. I get so excited. When Ryan is on vacation, I love Ryan. I love when he's here, but I'm so excited when he goes and he asks me to fill in because then I can bring in these amazing hidden treasures in the earth. (laughs) And we have one today and I'm super excited. So yesterday, you guys, we had Daria Brown. Today, my friend Kenneth McKenzie is here today. He is a awesome children's ministry leader. He is out there. He is on the battlefield and he is fighting for the next generation. He does it so well. And I'm so excited to have him on here today. So I'm going to bring Kenneth on. Kenneth, thank you so much for being with us. Kenneth is my friend as well, correct, Kenneth? Yes. Yes, Thank you. Very good friend. We are both in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm so excited that you are here. You serve the next generation so well. But I want to ask you, because I know you do so many different things. Tell us a little bit about yourself, the listeners. You're new to a lot of them. Tell them who you are. I I know we we posted your video, your funny Mm -hmm. video the other day. If you don't know how fun Kenneth is, all you have to do is look at that video, and that will tell you all you need to know about Kenneth. When it comes to kids, he's absolutely amazing. But Kenneth, tell our audience and everyone who's listening now, people who will be listening mm-hmm. later, a little bit about yourself and how you got into children's ministry. Uh, well, first of all, it's an honor to be on here, and thank you for asking me. Um, and super excited! Can't you know? I've been I've been waiting for this for probably a week to get on here and talk to you. So thank you. <laughs> um, about me, it started a long time ago, probably when I was thirteen. 14, I thought that I was going to get out of big church and go help a buddy of mine in children's ministry, which his mother was over the children's ministry at the time. Great woman. Her name is Bernice McMahon. Uh, she was a super, super good woman, and she knew kids, had a heart for kids. Um, unfortunately, we lost her a couple years ago to cancer. Yeah. But it was an honor. I was asked to speak at her funeral. Wow. Uh, an amazing time, an amazing moment. And I'm so thankful for that. I, I can't wait to see her again in the future. Yeah. So <laughs> it started back then in a time where we were at a church that we, we didn't have much of a budget. She didn't have much of a budget. And I didn't know about budget back then. I just thought money magically rained down on ministries <laughs> back then. So, That's what my kids think. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So instead of having goldfish, we had silver minnows. We had like the off brand of everything. We didn't have the real Oreos. So it was the fake Oreos. They crumbled when you picked them up. And if we didn't have glue, we used the cream out of the fake Oreos to glue stuff together because that's what they pretty much was. That's the best part that, you know, about those. Uh, But I give a lot of credit to her. I get, I give a lot of credit to my dad. He, he was a good foundation for me back then. Uh, But now leading up to uh, the present i am a firefighter which is super cool super cool job i know i love uh, it I, I love 
helping people when they're at their most vulnerable. Um, it, it's just amazing to see, to be there for somebody when the hard skin is taken away, you yeah. know, when they yeah. are at that moment of, I need your help. And, and being a firefighter, speaking for all firefighters, it is awesome to walk up and, and have a lending hand and an open hand for them to be there for them. Yeah, that is so amazing. I love it, Kenneth. Well, I love the most. You guys, I know Kenneth, we're good friends. I know his wife, uh, Barbara Jean, absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. We're all good friends. Uh, but I remember seeing that video that you guys made for the armor of God. And you were putting oh, yeah. on your, you were suiting up in your mm -hmm. firefighter suit and you were putting all that armor on. And I love how you connected it to Christ. I thought that was so amazing. Every time my husband goes to work, I always call him a undercover minister. Like, oh, I say you're, you're, you're going mm -hmm. as an undercover VP. Cause we all know you're really a minister for Christ. So I love mm -hmm. when you did that video and you merged the two together. Absolutely awesome and amazing. So fun. But listen, I have a question because you're a man in mm -hmm. children's ministry, obviously, mm -hmm. with what I see that mustache. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't have one of these. Uh, my wife, she really doesn't like it. But we're actually, at my station, we're actually growing it for No Shave November for uh, cancer patients. So uh, I'm going to try to get through November. Hopefully she don't make me sleep on the couch or anything. <laughs> uh, I love it. It looks awesome. <laughs> But okay, so I, I want us to talk about man in children's mm -hmm. ministry because I believe that there needs to be more man. And I love it that you serve, but let me ask you a quick question. Why okay. do you believe it's important to have more man in children's ministry? Going the personal route, just for, for my personal experience, I, I kind of got on the subject earlier. Um, like I said, Miss Bernice, she was a huge foundation uh, in, in children's ministry for me. But before that, uh, my dad, I, I'm a divorced child. Uh, my parents, they divorced when I was young. And my dad, I saw him, we were in a small church, and he would be the guy that shows up on Sunday mornings. And he goes and we vacuum the church, we would clean the bathrooms. And then he would get ready for a lesson for it was kind of a children's slash youth ministry because we didn't have a lot of kids. Yeah. So we would go in there and I would help them. We'd sit down and teach these kids and then we would go to big service <laughs> or yeah. big church. So that foundation of seeing my dad taking on that role in my own personal life was already kind of set as a young child. Yeah. And then seeing Miss Bernice taking over and having that, male because me and my buddy had but it'd be like a male female tag team and would go in there and you know rock the children's ministry <laughs> uh it's just i think it brings a different dynamic i think it, it, it you know women definitely do an awesome job and i think men maybe sometimes get intimidated by it maybe yeah uh, because of just the woman being the caring mm -hmm. uh the caring leader for the children and everything and then me personally being a firefighter i'm off two days so I had to be Mr. Mom. So I'm already kind of, you know, tuned in to my Mr. Mom side to go in there and just be nurturing, I guess you could say, or, and, and, and watch over these kids like they're my own. So um, I just think men need to step up and, and just, you know, get in there and do it. It's fun. Um, I, I enjoy it. I think, too, you know, they're a good example. 
you know, uh, mm -hmm. for our boys. You know, they need to see uh, more man like you in children's mm -hmm. ministry. And, and, and Kevin and, and Pastor Kevin Atkins, uh, going even up to Life Church, I have to give a huge shout out to him. <laughs> Showed me a totally different dynamic on children's ministry uh, with, with Life Kids. I, uh, you know, here's a plug for Life Kids, but I've never seen a ministry, a children's ministry like Life Kids. Uh, he he has definitely made it found or, or um, yeah I got a foundation and a direction for these this uh, ministry that kids are involved they're engaged they want to be a part of it yeah um, and then and then you coming in and, and throwing another dynamic in it and just you know you coming in our lives has just been awesome too uh, yes it, it, the Esther Joy mom <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> That is so, that is so awesome. So listen, I have another question for you. Why do you think there are so few men? Because I know that that's a problem. I mean, mm -hmm. and, I, and I know that's a global issue. People are always looking for ways that they can get more men involved in children's ministry. Tell our, our listeners who may be listening right now and they're like, oh man, I'm we're trying to get more men and we, we need more examples for mm -hmm. the boys. Why, why do you, what, what, what do you think we can do? Talk, just speak to our audience about that. Uh, I'm not going to know the answer, but I'll, I'll kind of throw what my thoughts are. Uh, possibly fear, you know, coming there and, and just being completely open and completely vulnerable and, and possibly putting on a costume you don't want to put on or, or doing something that pulls you out of your comfort zone. Just getting over that hump. Yeah. And I got over that hump a long time ago because I just, I feed off of being up there in front of the kids and making them laugh through the Bible. I mean, we're, we're, we're teaching the Bible just like they do in big church. It's just a different direction, a different dynamic so they can understand it. So yeah. maybe it's just the intimidation factor of uh, old school thinking, maybe like women yeah. take care of the kids, which we don't live in that era anymore, really. I mean, you know, yeah. we got to help each other as far as uh, husband and wife or yeah. mother and father. Yeah, my husband is definitely helping me with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, maybe it's just getting getting over that hump and 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 getting over. I don't use the word pride because uh, I don't make any men mad at me today. So just getting over that hump and uncomfortable, just being uncomfortable and going into. I, mean, I, I think that you're. I think that you're so right, though, Kenneth. You know, you, we. I mean, there is, and we all have a little bit of it, right? We all have mm -hmm. a little, you know, pride when it comes to doing things. It's so funny, and I was telling you this earlier. You know, even working with my husband in children's ministry, where we are preparing ahead of time. That is something because, you know, he's in corporate America and I have to kind of get him ready. I love it how Carl Bastian said this. I remember I was reading one of his amazing books. Carl's another amazing children's ministry leader. And I remember uh, him writing about uh, taking off our adult pride suits, like before mm -hmm. we go into children's ministry and zipping it, zipping it down, take it off, hang it up. You're allowed to put it back on when you leave. And then mm -hmm. just going in and going full force with the kids. I, I mean, I think you're right. I think there is Someone, it, it, it's it's something that we have to kind of let go. Just like we surrender to God, and we have to let go of things. We kind of have to let go of it because you know, kids. We have to come down to their level. So I I just love that you are a man in children's ministry. What what can we do to recruit 
more amazing man like you in children's ministry. I know that we have listeners who are listening and they're mm -hmm. like, I, what can I do? Mr. Kenneth, you're cool. Tell us how can we recruit <laughs> more men to come in. Do we need bait? Do we need like bacon, like on a like on a stick or something? And then well, what got me go was was <laughs> was all the free candy. I mean, you get free candy when you go in the children's ministry. <laughs> I'm really gonna get with Pastor Kevin and tell him we have a candy bucket for the kids, but we need a candy bucket that says for only the men. And and. <laughs> If you have free candy, they're going to come in there. I'm just kidding. But I think it takes, and I have probably failed personally, but it takes other leaders in, or other male leaders in, in children's ministry to go out to other males and try to draw them in. Uh, now, we have, we have a good co collection of men that help, but it's always good to have even more. Yeah. Um, I believe we were talking about it uh, earlier. We have a we have good volunteers on Wednesday, but it's mostly female. And yeah. now we uh, we have Jimmy. We have we've had Joaquin for a while, but we're outnumbered. <laughs> and we got Pastor Kevin, obviously, that's you know at the helm, just taking it all, you know, leading it all. But as far as helpers, I think other men in children's ministry need to go get other men. Yeah. And say, look, you get to have fun. I mean, you get to. You get to wear cool shoes. You get to wear, you know, you get to kind of euthanize yourself and, and go back and feed off of these kids and their their uh, personalities and everything. And they notice it. That's what's funny. They notice it. Uh, I have my favorite pair of Jordans that I wear sometimes there. And I have kids come up and say, I love your Jordans. I have one kid say, I love your Jordans. Look, I'm wearing Ye Yeezys, you know, and it's, <laughs> it, you're, there's a connection there. You yeah, know, they're they're you're building their trust. They come to you and say, "Oh, this this guy's cool," uh, or "This I, lady's see, cool." I love that because that's one. That's something that I love about you. I wouldn't expect for you to be in youth ministry. I mean, seriously, when I first met you, I'm like, "Man, this you know." But the fact that you are invested and the mm. children and the, you are constantly there being a, not just an amazing example to the boys but to the girls as well but I do want to touch on that because um I did feel a little competition when I came into my kids <laughs> and I said okay he dresses a little cool all right let me check him out a little bit I'm gonna have to step up my shoe game because I'm super competitive <laughs> you do you have you have this this cool, you know, kind of swag about you. And tell how how much is that incorporated in? So when you are getting ready to reach kids, is that something that you think about? Do you think about what you're wearing and, mm -hmm. and how it's gonna connect with the kids? Tell us about that. Uh absolutely it has something to do with the kids. It it brings something out of you inside of you that that you want to bring out. Uh, I made a joke that uh, I bought my first pair of skinny jeans when I got to children's ministry. Uh, we had a youth pastor there and I saw him wearing, I'm like, well, I'm going to do it too. And, and to make a comment on the youth pastor, I don't think I fully matured past children's ministry myself. So I'm a kid at heart. I, you know, I, I love being in children's ministry. I love doing that type of ministry just because personally, I don't, that's just my heart. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, yeah, it's just this connection with the kids. It's just, it gives you an excuse, although you might get, all right, take my job being a firefighter. Mm -hmm. I, I get made fun of wearing uh, skinny jeans 
but my excuse is, well, the kids are doing it, so I got to be cool with the kids. Yeah. Although deep down, I personally might enjoy wearing a pair of skinny jeans with some cool looking sneakers. So I get to I get to throw it on the kids, and the kids don't even know it. So uh, it, it just euthanizes me. It makes me feel younger, uh, feel better about myself, and don't feel threatened because I'll never have the shoe collection that you have. Oh, I'll be picking it. You you've been pouring it on lately. I've been seeing your shoes you've been wearing lately, and, and I have to sneak them in. Like, <laughs> sometimes I have to put on the old ones mm -hmm. and I have to put them in the new shoe box and mm -hmm. then I have to kind of like come in the house with the new ones on and I say hi honey how are you today <laughs> <laughs> walk away in a fresh pair of Adidas <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen you wear the same pair of shoes in probably two months <laughs> that, I mean I think that that is so for, uh, that is a part of knowing our mm. audience and you absolutely do you do it so well it's so funny because i work with kids i've explained to people it's like my husband he is in corporate america he struggles getting dressed when it when you know when it's time to serve or be in front of a different audience because that is his main audience so for me that mm. children that's my main audience so it's so funny when we have to switch worlds i'm like yeah. I and then for life kids, he's like, I have nothing to wear. And I'm like, yes, I have nothing to wear because you can't be wearing uh, the dress shoes to life kids. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is my friend told me one time, he said, he always saw me in Jordan's and, and cool clothes. And he told me I had a speaking engagement. And he said, Esther, he said, I'm gonna give you one thing of advice. Your audience is not kids. Okay. You better not go on that stage with some Jordans on. <laughs> I was like, That's funny. <laughs> So that's when I started to dress like a lady. It really helped me to develop my skills in doing that. But Kenneth, you are so much fun. And I know when I first met you, you actually, you are a character. You you have a zany character named Herbert. And I remember first time I saw Herbert, it was on stage with Bishop, mm -hmm. and he was dancing around, tell us, about Herbert and how that was birthed before we get out of here. Okay, so Herbert, everybody who's watching, you can go to B-Shark's YouTube page and you, I think you can type in Herbert and B-Shark and, and you can find it. Please go watch it. Uh, <laughs> it, it. It is very funny. I'm, I'm dancing up there with my boy B-Shark. Um, well, I'm sorry, Herbert's up there dancing with my boy <laughs> B-Shark. It came about, so my, my granddad on my mother's side he was a church of God preacher and his name was Herbert. Another great influence in my life that I can remember, uh, you know, he lived two hours away and it was young. I was young when he passed away, but at the same time, I just remember uh, my papa and his name was Herbert. So I kind of drew from that. He's just a cool old dude that loves Jesus and just wants to bridge children or the youth and the uh elderly and put them together and he wants to make that bridge because there can be division there yeah there can the youth nowadays they know more they know they know everything we do have some elders they know everything yeah and it's hard for them to come together so yeah. that's what herbert's sole purpose is on this earth is to bring those two generations together so we can Awesome. go through this world as this you know we don't know what's going on right now and we can come together and we can fight the enemy right now i love it and overtake it you know overtake what the enemy's doing and, yeah. and do it together that's what we got to do we got to come together and we got to do that um 
I love seeing Herbert. I love seeing Herbert on stage. But this this is my complaint about Herbert. Okay, I would like okay. to file a formal complaint because Herbert looks too real. Okay, like he looks real. I prefer, he, he is too authentic and real. So I remember you guys. Oh my goodness. So Kenneth is dressed like Herbert. I think it's so cool. It's so funny. And I remember I took a picture with mm -hmm. you, and I was mm -hmm. like kicking you in your rear end. And it was so funny. <laughs> I posted this picture. But people thought that that was like a real old and you were, <laughs> And you were being mean to an old person. How dare oh you? <laughs> best friend, she literally posted, and she's out there in Texas. She posted, she said, Esther, this is not like you at all <laughs> to act like that. I'm like, Come on, they, they get a young guy in there. So I have to do, I would like to ask Herbert to be a little more phony, please, the next time. Okay, I'll <laughs> talk to him. I'll, I'll talk to him and make sure he, he tones it down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> he he almost got tackled by security at church one day. So they, <laughs> they, they actually thought that somebody uh, was about to sneak into the children's ministry and the security guys were on their little, you know, earphones <laughs> and saying, Hey, we got a strange character going this way. And they approached me and I just kept going with it. And I literally saw him kind of brace himself and his, his hands did that. And I was, I was like, he's about to tackle me. So I said, I said, you know, I was like, hold up now. You, you know who this is? And he goes, you can't do that to me. So it, it's, it's a lot of fun <laughs> with Herbert. Your senior citizen card. You do not treat senior citizens like this. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh my <laughs> You are so amazing. Thank you so much for no hanging out with us today and for being with us and for being such an incredible example of a strong man in children's ministry. You guys, children's ministry is not just for the girls. There are dynamic mm -hmm. men across the globe. We need more men. I love that message of how do we get more men in children's ministry? Men in children's ministry, we need to recruit more men. You don't have to have Jordans or cool shoes like no you just gotta bring yourself <laughs> <laughs> i love it so kenneth thank you so much i hope you enjoy the rest of your day hey you guys don't forget you are stuck with me again for one more day right it's another day to relax and we are bringing back someone who all of you know and love sherry chester is gonna hang out with us tomorrow so make sure you're here and you guys have an amazing day we'll see you tomorrow on the daily coffee check this episode of the ryan frank podcast has ended but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge and if you like what you heard please rate this podcast with five stars thanks so much and talk to you next time